Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All righty, here we go. It's almost that time. And we only got one day left until the holiday break. How sweet it is. And tomorrow will be a fun, crazy day. Can't Woo-hoo! wait. Yeah. Do you want the fire nog? I'm going to not do nog, but I want the fire. <laughs> okay. Why make it less potent? I'm with you. <laughs> I don't want that fucking cream in me. No, I, I want to yeah. be light on my feet. You don't want a cream pie? So I can dance to the beat. I got a little fire nog in me last night. Ooh. Oh, you did? Ooh. Yeah. Good. I bet. I bet this morning was real great for Panda. <laughs> Every time you drink it, does it just light you up? Yes. Oh, gosh. That's yeah, so I, I, gnarly. Nah, man. Let's, let's, let's have a fart-free yes. Friday, please. Come on, man. We don't want a farty party. That's so gross. <laughs> but it's so delicious. It's almost like it's worth it. it, it, it just honestly, the queen does that because she's lactose intolerant, and it just, my stomach flips when I see her <laughs> eating that stuff. And I'm like, from fear. Just well, it's just so you know what's common. I'm like, why are you doing that? And she's like, I like to fart. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, gosh, it's just terrible. I also think too, the nog slows down the train. I don't like to fart. I mean, it just sucks that that's the end result no. of the fun game that is. Let's drink fire nog. Yeah. So you know, she has she has two reasons. One, she loves whatever dairy thing she's eating, and then two, she just can't wait to start farting it up. She has a passion. <laughs> it's just terrible. It's just like it's just it's so sad. Actually, it's what it is. It just, <laughs> just makes me sad. It's it, you. Have, you have yourself what we call a situation. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. It's rough. <laughs> Um, we had a situation today that was not uh, easy to resolve. There's a sweet little old lady that lives next door to this married couple, and she is in her 80s, doesn't sound like she has kids. She's a widow, and she will often talk about how she just doesn't feel like she has a place in the world or a purpose anymore. And I could that's see that. Yeah, I mean, that's sad shit that right statement there. right there is sad. It is. It's terribly sad. And so, you know, they will give her small tasks to do to help them out, and it makes her so happy. And she's just like, okay, I've got a reason to be here. 
you know, and so that's that's big for them. So they they've kind of taken her under wing. So she brings over these Christmas cookies, and they start eating them and showing her how much they love them. And it's not maybe an hour or two later, her husband is shitting his brains out. <laughs> she just said the noises coming from that room were just grotesque, and he went right from the toilet to the floor. And was just laying, I guess, on the cold floor. And she said, right about that time, my stomach started doing flips, and I was right behind him. And so she's had food poisoning before, and she knows what it feels like. And she thought, she said 99% sure it was food poisoning. But, you know, I think there was a little bit of a stomach bug going around, so they just weren't completely positive. But the one thing the sweet little old lady had said was that she had made a batch of cookies for every house on the block and they got the first batch and so she was going to go around and give cookies to everybody oh boy. and so they're like all right do we go around and tell the neighbors hey just beware do they even tell her to say hey there might be something going on just want to let you know that the cookies might not be good. Have but, a holly shitty Christmas. It's, well, it's also, she could have made them the first batch and there had been, like, you know, feces on the counter. And now the feces could be gone and all the other batches could be fine. What's with you in this this, this feces theory? I mean, sometimes it's people just get food poisoning. There's not always cat turds involved. I don't know. You, 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 yeah. I just feel like an old lady would be prone to have cat turds. Well, no, here and not more about the turds. Mary said something that makes a lot of sense. She said, I would definitely tell her about the cookies. And, and you know, the wife thought that she could maybe do it in a way that wouldn't crush the little old lady's spirit for the holidays. The husband's like, just no, let it go. But Mary thinks she should tell her about the cookies because maybe she's using expired flour, which can make you deathly sick. I know I'm not a baker, but when I do, I have to check the dates, and most of the time, i got to throw some of the stuff out. Oh. And you think about a little old lady it's not really cooking for anybody. And she this can't is, see the expiration date. Well, this is probably maybe the first time she's used some of these ingredients in forever. Since she's not making yeah, a lot of food. That's a good point. A couple things I just want to get on the record that I feel like has been kind of hijacked. We don't know if this lady has cats, first of all. <laughs> For, no, does Virginia yeah. added all the, the feces and the shitting on the couch right. or in the kitchen, <laughs> which is weird. But again... It takes a minute for food poisoning to work as well. They could have easily mm-hmm. eaten something together as a couple and gotten sick. You don't you don't eat something that all of a sudden you start shitting your brains out. And you sometimes you do. You said it was a couple hours later. Sometimes it's really quick yeah. and sometimes it's not. Yeah, so I, maybe I, two to three hours. Something I've like had that. It Her hit me. Got it. I've had it hit me quick. I apologize. Dr. Sinicki was talking, and I, mm-hmm. I forgot. Well, you were just wrong, so I had to correct you real well, quick. Well, you know what? F- f- fuck, she has cats, Kevin. They shit all over her big goods. I'm going to come to your house and shit on your counter. <laughs> meow, meow. Well, you've already thrown up on my wall, so <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're kind of dancing around it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Cody was talking uh, in this email because I could tell Virginia took offense when you were talking about how Virginia has some shit on her counters, too, that if you did one of those microbe tests, that there would be fecal matter. All I said was Virginia cooks. When it comes to having anything, even if you clean it, we live in in a poop world. You have you you have a kid. You've got nothing is ever going to be 
100% fecal clear. I'm sorry. It Except just, my counter. I, I If we had the, the, the scientists and the money to do this experiment, have you clean the fuck out of your kitchen, then have scientists really go in there. They'll find, even if it's the smallest, they're going to find a little fecal. A planted fecal, maybe, that you put no, there. That's not my style. Much like Kevin's ice study, mm. your ice study, even if you get the best, the cleanest of ice. Cody said, I manage a microbiology lab. You can absolutely clean to the point that no microbes remain. Porous materials like granite are much harder to clean, though. But that's what I'm saying. Bring her best team in there. Do they got what it takes to, to, to get to where it needs to be? I don't have fecal on my counter. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. You are not making my counter poopy. Tell me if you wouldn't. I know you want poop on my counter so bad. Tell me if this was a turnkey bit for you. All all you just, the the scientists, she cleaned it. They're there. We send you. And then you had the answer. You kind of low-key would want the the answer. You'd be be curious. Yeah, to go in there, what would be the odds that you send in a forensics team and they cannot find one trace of any fecal matter anywhere in Virginia's kitchen? What are the odds on that? Yep. I don't have a poo kitchen. No one's saying it's you do. It's not saying it's covered that, in shit. That's not what we're saying. It's, it's just, just saying that how good they do. Forensics teams that can find one microbe of it, the odds that you have got some shit particles somewhere in your kitchen. Even when a murderer thinks they clean up the scene yeah. with the just, you know, they always... Like on Ted Bundy Christmas. Like on a Ted Bundy Christmas special, yes. They, uh... They they always leave something behind. I understand that, but my kitchen has no shit in it. It would take uh, one of your children going to the bathroom and possibly forgetting to wash hands or something like that, That's or maybe not washing them thoroughly and coming in and touching something, and yeah. voila, shit particle. That's why I'm always wiping and I'm always cleaning the kitchen. She's not gonna. And I, she's not gonna. She's not going to give up her argument, and I understand that. So when you say you're always wiping, do you mean when you're taking a <laughs> shit and you're cleaning the kitchen, or you're wiping down counter- countertops in your kitchen? A both. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got a kid, your kid's got a lot of energy. You're right. Zero, 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 zero particles, Kev. Okay. That, that'd be an interesting experiment. <laughs> Could be. we have that? Yeah. What would, what, what, what would you I take? I know. You want to make my kitchen brown so I, bad. I, I, just, I think there are better odds that you would find one shit particle somewhere in your kitchen no. than not. Ha, ha, no. Have I once at all alluded that she has a dirty kitchen or a shitty kitchen? That's yeah, that's not, not that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying even the person that cleans their kitchen to the best. Yeah. Still, in a world where we have these kind of things going on. You could on. walk in and have a shit particle on your shoe. Yes, thank, thank you, well, What Kevin. the fuck is your shoe doing on the counter? No, in the kitchen. The entire kitchen. Yeah, right. Well, if it's on the floor, it doesn't count. I'm talking about the counters and the food prep area. I don't uh, prep food on the floor. I would hate to be married to you because you would change the argument. Oh, my God. The goal line would change. Whatever. I'm so good in bed. You'd love this. <laughs> God. <laughs> she can't even take it seriously. <laughs> wow. Yeah, come on. Talk sexy for everybody. <laughs> give give everyone a bone piece. Meow, meow. Yeah. I'm dropping turds in your cookie. Yeah. She's constantly getting in Kevin hard all the time. <laughs> she just killed 10 boners out in her audience. Yeah. <laughs> 10 boners just went. Oh, yeah. Dick's <laughs> crawled back in. I always love when she tries to sound sexy. <laughs> Whatever. You're mad. I'm cute. I get it. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, speaking of dicks, we uh, do have some more dicks sightings that are out there. We're talking about the sporting goods store. Oh, yes. We've had that uh, conversation the last couple of days. And um, Tiffany said, yeah, for your information, there is a dicks right next to BJ's in Coral Springs near the Coral Square Mall. Beautiful. Yeah, we just need to get a bad cock in there, and <laughs> <laughs> that would be the height of the big trifecta. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And uh, also got this uh, message that says, "Yeah, I've been listening to your podcast. You're talking about uh, unfortunately named stores. I was driving in Pennsylvania, and I swear that I saw a Dicks." In the Eager Beaver Shopping Center. <laughs> eager Beaver is, I mean, come well, it's on not now. just a beaver, it's eager. That's what I so mean. So it wants it. It's basically saying it's the wettest of beavers. So when you, when you <laughs> yeah. say that we're bringing in dicks, the Eager Beaver is just Welcoming. Ready. For, for yes. six fucks like us, Eager Beaver, you're like, oh my gosh, she's, <laughs> she's drenched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that would get you hard. Right, especially now, if, <laughs> if you got dicks coming in to How an Eager Beaver. How is it that Kevin's the one giving me the boners? <laughs> eager Beaver. They knew what they were doing. Oh, I'm sorry. The Eager Beaver Plaza pursued dicks. No, there's nothing innocent about the naming of that. Yeah, I just I think that some of these got their names in an era where it just there might be something now that we don't think of that in thirty to fifty years will take on a dirty connotation to it. Like well, like Taintsville, Taintsville, Florida. We were talking about that. And, you know, when they named it in 1971, Taint, people weren't thinking about, you know, between your ass and your balls. Or even the word, I mean, if you said the word squirt 20 years ago, oh, you mean the, the, the soda? Or, oh, all right, come here, you little yeah. squirt. But now, mm-hmm. squirt means something <laughs> Thank you, Suits. It's something that would happen when you introduce dicks to an eager beaver. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that would happen. All right, Kevin, you get it. You get you get get where's that horn at? Where's that saxophone? (laughs) Kevin knows how to get that bone piece back. (laughs) Bring it back, bird. Okay. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A couple of recommendations here if you're still looking for some holiday specials. Dylan said, has Jaybird and Denny seen the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? It's on Disney+. Plus. No. I said I watched it last night and I laughed my ass off. I think they'd like it. Okay. 
Thank you for this suggestion. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kristen said, I saw the most messed up Christmas movie ever. What? Uh, growing up, this is one of the Christmas movies I watched as a kid every year. And I made my husband start watching five years ago when we got together and finally realized how disturbing it is. It's called One Magic Christmas. It's a Disney movie that came out in 1985 starring Mary Steenburgen and Harry Dean Stanton. Spoiler alert. Mary Steenburgen's husband gets murdered in front of her. Kids get kidnapped, carjacked, and drowned in an icy river. Oh, my gosh. But she reverses time and saves everyone by writing a letter to Santa and saying Merry Christmas to the angel Gabriel, played by Harry Dean Stanton. It's beyond messed up, but maybe worth a watch for suits. Oh, this, no, this is a, this is a wonder joint kind of a movie. Wow. That is, that is a fuck, that's a fucking ride right there. That is something, man. (laughs) And you said it's like that bus song. I think it's amazing. It is. That's my kind of flavor. (laughs) <laughs> there were no survivors. Oh, what I, will I do? I think it's so good. <laughs> because it's so fucking it's bizarre. It's so out there. It's so out there. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's great about it. Yeah. Also, uh, Drew P. said, talking about uh, death, sorry, bringing this whole thing down. <laughs> well, it's, it is the holidays. He looked up Duke's death from the cartoon G.I. Joe. Immediately after Jaybird mentioned it, a very bad scene. As easily as Joe took the snake's spear for him, he could have just as easily pushed him out of the way instead and lived. G.I. Joe, more like G.I. Go Away. Not that you give a fuck about this, but kids took it so hard. It was the big G.I. Joe movie. And kids were excited for it if you were a G.I. Joe oh, fan. I remember that, And yeah. Duke got killed, and kids were, what? It's like basically killing Kermit the Frog. I see it. I, I watched they, it when it came out. I was a massive G.I. Joe fan. They had to go back and unkill Duke, and Duke comes back. I think back I do remember that. Yeah, it was kids, weird. Because kids took it Couldn't so hard. It. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, it's a uh, little a side subplot in the hit movie, A Boy Who Could Fly, starring Fred Savage. Oh. You guys don't remember that? Could he really fly? A boy who could fly. That yeah. No. The, oh, wow. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. He's on Merry his Christmas. shit. And... Butter my biscuit, bitch. <laughs> oh man, I was so lost in my own ramblings. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got Yeah, you might get me again. Oh. <laughs> he was so into oh, that. Damn, oh he, my god. He thought I cared. I did. Fuck. <laughs> Don't allow that shit burn. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, we were talking about uh, angels yesterday. This guy's girlfriend seeing him, and he's like, "Oh wow, I don't even know how to feel about this." But um, Joshua said, "You know, seeing and hearing angels is a sign the person is getting paranoid schizophrenia." Oh shit! Yikes! Not always. So Yikes. she's either gonna die or go schizophrenic on you. Whoa. That doesn't just because we got an email on it doesn't mean that's what's going on. Yep, it's gospel. Wow. <laughs> That were a makeup or breakup. What are you doing, Virginia? I think you got to run for the hills. If someone no, legit, I'm just kidding. If someone really is, though, if you're in it, not married, because I feel like if you're married, you kind of, 
if someone you know starts seeing angels, you're stuck with that person. You are because you have to say it when you get married in sickness and in health, and but, so it's a sickness. But and let's you say have yeah, to. you're you're month you're month nine or a year and a half, and then. Your mate goes, I am seeing angels on the reg. They're smiling at me. I see them all the time. I'm not lying to you. And they're a person who's never lied to you before. What do you do? Do you you think they're going through something or do you think they really see angels? If they're normal in every other way, I think they're seeing angels. And I think you have to believe them and go with it. Gosh, you married motherfuckers are stuck. Marriage is stuckage. <laughs> you guys are so stuck. Makes it sound so appealing. And that's why you shouldn't get married. Because <laughs> wow. if people change on you, you're stuck, fucker. If they go schizophrenic, if they go crazy, you just have to ride that pony. Hmm. Or you do what Corey Feldman does and you, just, you leave your wife when she's sick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, Jack sent an email and he said, uh, I always notice you guys are always complaining about what ingredients are in the food that you eat, especially Virginia. Damn. But instead of complaining, why don't you just grow your own food? It's, it's better for you, and hopefully it will shut you up about what's in our food. It's not hard to do. I don't have that much of a green thumb, believe me. I've got plants, and I kill about... of those. I'm not good because I don't have time to be good at plants. I don't got much of a green thumb, but I do have a pretty good middle finger (laughs) for that. He said it's not that hard to do. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not that hard to do. It actually is really hard hard to do because every plant needs different food, different watering, different attention, different research. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm finding out that I'm not that good at having a wide array of plants. My mom did it. My grandma did it. But those bitches had free time. It's not that hard yeah. to do, guys. It's not that hard to do. It actually is hard to well, do. It's, here's the thing. I think a lot of times people take the word hard. It's time consuming. Time consuming. It's not hard to do. Anybody can do it if you learn how to do it. Right. But at that point, it's now your way of life. And do you really got time to be green thumbing all around when you're witching and moaning about how much time you ain't got now? I don't. Maybe when the kids are both out of the house, maybe, but right now, no. I got laundry. I got dishes. I got homework. I got dinner. Right. I got cleaning. I got toilet scrubbing. Yeah. Like, there's there's just so much. Unless I can grow a fucking pizza plant, eh, I, I'm, I'll get my vegetables from the market. And then you grow a garden. What, you have like 80 iguanas in your backyard? That's another situation. That's they eat, right? They love vegetables yeah. and all that. Good luck if you're only dealing with iguanas. Where right. I was, I tried to grow lemons and I tried to grow oranges. I had them going for a little while, but the animals in my neighborhood kept eating all the yeah. fruit-bearing tree. Honestly, when I when I first started the dinosaur garden, before that storm came, I, really did, I had a lot of plants and flowers in there, and I had to change my way of life. It, it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the fence... You know, ruined all that. But if you're really going to grow stuff and tend to your garden, you got to really tend to your garden. If not, that shit dies quickly, man. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, you change your lifestyle a bit. You do. You have to. Yeah, I was uh, looking at this story, and it was about how hard it is to grow your own stuff now with iguanas and other animals because they're looking for food. And now there's so many freaking iguanas in South Florida. So many. That it's getting to be insane. I the article was about this twenty two year old 
former FAU student named uh, Pierce Canimer, and he started his own iguana trapping business called Iggy Trap. Okay. And he used to come to Florida when he was a kid. He was from Illinois, I think. And he started to notice when he was at FAU, he was like, what the heck's going on with the iguana population? He would see them once in a blue moon when he's a kid, and he's like, now they're everywhere. Well, I, and that I, gave him the idea to say, okay, if they're overrunning South Florida, this might be a good business. My and that's air, what he did at FAU, his huh, business. My, that's impressive. It's very impressive. I love a side hustle, and especially a kid, like young like that, good yeah. for him. Yeah, so he opened up uh, Iggy Traps, and now they have captured thousands of iguanas since launching in January of this last year. Wow. He said each day his company is catching 25 to 30 iguanas. I'm not even kidding you. I live in a neighborhood that's got a fuck ton of cats. And there are days now where I see more iguanas than cats. There'll be days I'll see three iguanas. It's no lie. By I-95 at North Lake Boulevard. They're more common than cats. There's a fuck ton of iguanas out there. Yeah. Gardens iguanas. So I don't know necessarily who's paying this and how much, so how lucrative it is. But they're definitely, if there's a market for it and it does pay... There's no lack of iguanas right now. He has these traps called tomahawk traps. I guess you can get them at Home Depot or Harbor Freight. He does, it sounds like, uh, works with them a little bit and changes them up. He said that uh, they just hang fresh fruit inside, and the smell brings in the iguanas. So can you imagine if he had fresh fruit trees? They'd be Whoa. all over the place. Oh, my gosh. You also, wouldn't have them for long. You, you no. don't worry about rats when it comes sure to no, fruit, yeah. too, man. Yeah, True. Absolutely, yeah. I'd rather deal with iguanas than rats. Amen. Yeah. So they go through the trap door, and it's a one-way door, and then it shuts behind them. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like what iguanas feel when they push through a bush or pass through branches of a tree, so they don't think anything of it. And uh, they say they stop by every 24 hours to remove the iguanas, and then they take them out to some private land and humanely off them. What, what I think is cool about iguanas is how peacefully they move and how non-abrasive they are. They just are just – they look like they're just – Skin and bones running from the devil. It's a mini crocodile on crack. It's just, it's unsettling the way an iguana moves, and it moves quick. Mm-hmm. If iguanas wanted to be dicks, they could, I feel, they could turn on us. If iguanas wanted to say, fuck you, Virginia, <laughs> have fun with that one. And he said the other thing a lot of people don't realize is just how much bacteria they carry around with them. He said they're not clean reptiles. And if you want to get shit all over your countertops, Virginia, introduce an iguana. Oh, never. And you'll have fecal matter all over that kitchen in a minute. Kevin, she does not have poop in her kitchen or in her bathroom for that matter. And her eyes are so shapely and big. We don't don't have animals at all because we have allergies. Oh, gosh. I know. It's it's a high-maintenance house, Kevin. It is. It's a fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you see a couple other questions that we got here on some emails. Uh, Michael said, I'd love to hear y'all's story and how you went from regular radio with music and turned it into a talk show. Like, how did you make that transmit trans? He said transmission, but I guess transition from regular radio DJ to talk. Um, well, I mean, we. We're lucky. I, we didn't ever play a ton of music. Uh, <laughs> Until know. we got getting fired in Miami. <laughs> yeah, Miami was the only time that we, we did. And so, yeah, we kind of we went from not playing any music at all to Miami where 
you know, towards the end, we were playing, what, 10 songs an hour or something. Like when yeah. we left Wild, it was straight up four straight hours talk, yeah. of talk. talk for yeah. about, I would say, I want to say th- at least three solid years we had Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just commercials and us. It was. Yeah, we did. And then, you know, they, they add, it was four in the beginning in Miami, four songs. We're like, oh, that's a lot of music. Then they added six. We're like, all right, that's uh, not a good song. And then you're right. It was like 18 songs in an hour. It was crazy, We were yeah. getting fired. I think we're getting fired. There was, there was one... <laughs> There was like a week and a half where me and Virginia didn't even say a, we didn't even say a word on the air. It was just Kevin, and that was the hits. And yeah, bye. I was it pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, so you know something that uh, we've kind of always done. Uh, I know when I got into the business, it seemed like there were two different styles. There were people that were uh, made to be DJs, disc jockeys, and then people that were kind of air talent or just uh, doing a little bit more long form. And uh, so I, I. I and I'm not that good of a DJ because it, it takes trying to say something in a really quick amount of time. And there are people who have a really good skill set for that. And I, I don't. I just I, developed a different kind of skill set. Objection, Your Honor. I disagree mm. with you. You don't give yourself compliments. You don't, you, you're you not a DJ mm. anymore. You don't do DJ shit. If you were to actually go yeah. full gorilla as a DJ, you'd be outstanding at it. We know okay. you love him. You don't have yeah, to I blow like him dude. every day. I was going to talk about how great you are at public events. Take his dick out of your mouth. I was going to give you a compliment next. <laughs> You know what? All of a sudden, I feel a little turned off. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. You just um, <laughs> typically what uh, you do is you uh, start off with music, and then you talk a little bit more, and then you take a little bit of music out, and then you see what happens to the ratings, and uh, if they stay the same or go up, then you continue to peel back the music. And if you have management that trust the process and they know what they're doing and they're not insecure and knee jerky then they support you if they hear that you have the talent to carry it without the music you just have to be better than the music Mm -hmm. and a lot of djs aren't and that's the difference you just you got to make sure that whatever you're doing if you want to talk more than you play songs what you're talking about better be better than any of the music. Because if you're not, because if you don't, you don't get two thirds of the day. Nope. You don't get it. That's right. Uh, Jeremy said, uh, <laughs> I was wondering, have you guys ever confused the regular show with the after the show? No. Surprisingly not. Because I look at the clock before I curse. What time is it? And I just try to make sure that whatever I say, it cannot be too ridiculous before 10 a.m. I don't really even think I had too close of a moment. I, I think maybe once I almost wanted to say something, but I but I can kind of people always go, you swear a lot on the podcast. How do you not slip on the regular show? I can, I kind of get two different mentalities. I'm here to, to fucking chill. We can accidentally curse during the radio show and I've done that, but I never like thought I was on the podcast. Yes. I just accidentally cursed because I got passionate or got too wrapped up in something or like was hung over and forgot where I was <laughs> like but it's hard to confuse the podcast with the real show yeah we get confused because we we can't believe you would say it on the regular show like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah huh? she does how radio works <laughs> sometimes you forget when you get passionate I, I, I hear you <laughs> uh, Jacob sent in an email he said yeah I was checking out uh, your old YouTube channel that you had when uh, you guys were way back in the day, just starting video. And 
I saw this one video with uh, Kevin in it, and I'm wondering if you could explain what it was. I'm not sure if I was turned on or if I was horrified. What is it? Kevin oh, is- that's our, um, yeah, that's our, we had a dance, we had a, a, a strip. Yeah, you remember this? But if you just stumbled upon it, you would know. It was a bit, remember we had a burlesque teacher come in and try to teach us the art of sexy burlesque dancing? Yes. And- He's watching this video, and he included the video link, and I was watching a little bit of it. It is odd. Why are you dressed like you just came from Oktoberfest? Yeah, we were doing was, a burlesque thing. She brought in a corset. <laughs> I remember the burlesque dancer, and I had shorts on underneath. <laughs> so I had the corset on. I remember she said, oh, yeah, put a sexy hat on there. And you, I think you won. I had a goatee at the time. I think so. you won. I think you got the most votes. It was wow. it was a head-to-head versus me and you. I was, you look I was, like... I was larger at the time, and so I was meaty, Kev, rolling around. You look like you're doing drag Oktoberfest. It's terrifying. It really is. I started looking, I'm like, oh my gosh. That's just, that's the kind of stuff, like, out of context, if that video ever came up about me, people be like, what? And by the way, I think we're doing that live on the air, and Virginia was doing play-by-play. That's terrible. That's <laughs> scary time. Terrible. We've done so many shitty bits. <laughs> the one I always find that makes me laugh is when we played Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board for about 11 minutes on the air. <laughs> That's point, why we didn't play any music. We were... at, at one point, there was nobody on the microphone <laughs> describing what was going on. Yeah. We try to. Uh, we were in the keep moment. Those to a minimum now. <laughs> we were li- me and you were lifting Kevin, and there was a one motherfucker talking to the audience, letting them know what was going. That'll still happen these days too. We always have to do that reminder. I know. I get it. That's yeah. why I bring it up. I get I, caught up in the moment. That was the one time Virginia. She will. That's why she. She really gets caught up in the content. She'll always yeah. say she'll announce it, and then she really gets into what's going on, and then that's the only time she shuts the fuck that's up. That's when I start participating a little less, and some of these things are like, well, we wind up doing radio with no talking. The only time she shuts up is when she's supposed to talk. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> To remember what you have to do. What was the one? It was just me and Kevin kissing each other's cheek. And all you heard for a solid minute was... And that wasn't that long ago. That That was was like in the last year or so. Because I had a lady boner. And you were just watching. And And I'm kind of looking over like, no one's talking. Who's doing the (laughs) play-by-play? So if you just turned in. You're just staring at us. If you just turned in, all you heard was this. And then Virginia, oh, 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 it was it was oh, oh. it was sexy. Oh, it was <laughs> Some of the worst radio. She's just watching. And Kevin's right. That was not that long ago. No, that might wasn't. have been this year. Yeah. I don't always watch bad radio, but when I do, I say nothing. Uh, oh man. I don't always watch bad radio. I'm just in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, good times. Well, we got uh, one more show left for the year. Yeah, fire oh, Yeah, Coming in hot. Oh, yeah. it's going to be like, I, The person I feel bad for tomorrow is Kevin. Because <laughs> oh, it's going to start early. Oh, yeah. All right, well, you don't want to miss it. A full day of fun. Final KBJ show of 2023. We'll see you all here tomorrow. Goodbye.